0: This is episode 248. Have you ever written down your thoughts? Or maybe you're like, yeah, yeah, I like journaling. I know it's meant to be good for you, but I never do it. I wanna give you a new perspective on why you should journal and why writing stuff down with a pen about yourself is going to change the quality of your life experience that you have both now and will have in the future. No one wants to live with regret or unfulfillment. And I think that this is actually the door to eliminating that possibility. So on this episode, we're diving into the deep benefits that come from having a journal and actually using it. So let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What is up? my healthy friends. I'm glad you're here back with me on this How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast episode. I want to talk to you today about knowing thyself, which is something that the Greeks said a very, very long time ago. Uh, It's an incredibly powerful thing to know thyself. And the truth is that we're often raised in families where knowing thyself is not encouraged. Now, I don't think it's actively discouraged. I just think it's generation after generation after generation that are just operating on autopilot. And that ends us up in a place where we've got the same outcomes in families. We've got the same health outcomes in families. We've got the same financial outcomes in, in families. We've got the same behavior um, outcomes in families. We have the same cyclical experiences that happened to my father and my grandfather and, you know, my grandmother and all of that kind of stuff. And so we end up saying like, oh, You know, this is a family curse or this is a situation or a health thing that happens in my family. It's in our genes when really we've just been carbon copies of one another to some degree. Sure, we've all had our own personalities, but ideas, belief systems, behaviors, foods, recipes have just been perpetuated along the same family line. And so I want to talk to you because we're in this fantastic era of being able to understand ourselves and have self-study. And it's a crucial element of what I'm trying to do this year in 2023 because it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. And a big part of that and knowing thyself and that journey is being able to journal. Now, I'm a big fan of journaling. Do I do it every single day? I do it most days. But not every day. And some days it's a single sentence, and some days it's four and a half pages, right? But the point here is that journaling, I believe journaling, um, and a lot of what I'm about to share is stuff that I learned from my own psychologists uh, that I've had over the years, from Carl Jung's work, from Jordan Peterson's work, from John D. Martini's work, is that the whole point of writing stuff down um, is literally your time to self study. Because When we want to get a nutrition degree or a lawyer's degree or be a doctor or whatever the thing is that you want to be, you allocate time to study so that you can get better at it. How many people allocate time to study themselves so they can be a better person in the world? Right? Not many. How often do we do that? The idea of journaling is where we introduce self-study. You get to know the topic that is you. Who am I? what do I like? What don't I like? How do I behave? What do I do? Because often when you ask people things about themselves and they start describing themselves, they often just reiterate things that they can vaguely remember or that somebody else has told them when they were younger. This is who you are. This is what you think. And you might not notice it like that, but that's the way that it comes out. So, unless you actually spend time studying yourself and having reflection on, ah oh, how did today go? Or how did this week go? Or how did that breakup go? How did I handle it? What did I do terribly? What did I do that I feel shitty about? What did I do that I feel good about? What are my flaws? Where are my failings? Where are the things that I'm disappointed? You know, and not just in conversation with somebody else because then your mind is working you're distracted you know you're having a conversation with a person which means that your ego is involved and there's a lot going on so i'm a big fan of study because you can't change what you don't know right and i've heard this said before you know you don't know what you don't know right i've heard my clients say that when they finished the program with me i didn't know what i didn't know about myself right and so I think is fantastic about uh, journaling is that we it is self-study. We are starting to allocate time to who we are. And once upon a time in a, a very distant era, it was normal to have a diary. And diaries are often associated with women and like, you know, this stupid idea that it's like, oh, it's just young women that are fantasizing about the life they'd rather have. Um, but the truth is that there's plenty of amazing journals um, and diaries that have been uncovered from history, from sailors and from fantastic philosophers. And that's how they became those people is because they researched themselves, they researched the world, they studied, they understood. And so I'm encouraging you to do the same because without knowing yourself, your interests, uh, why you procrastinate, why you do all the things that, you know, essentially self-sabotage. The only way you can discover the reason why is to write it down and is to allocate time and it can be 5 minutes a day. It can be in the car while you're driving. Make sure your phone's off so it's a present activity. This is how you can start. You can start reflecting on the day. How did I respond? What did I think? It's better to write it down because when you're writing uh, writing it down, pen to paper, not typing it. I mean you can type it, like you know, there's no hardcore rules, but like I think pen to paper is better. It's a present activity. You're you're here now, right? And the thing that you'll discover about yourself is that you're actually a little bit pathetic. (laughs) And what I mean by that is that not that I think you're pathetic, but you'll probably have a sense of embarrassment and shame that comes up about the things that you wish you could change because on paper, it looks so simple, right? You'll be like, oh, my God, I can't change this basic thing. And you have to conjure up this bravery to be like, am I brave enough? to break this down into childlike steps so that I can get things done and produce the life that I want. There's a part of that that's embarrassing. It's like, hang on, I thought I was a grown-ass adult. <laughs> what do you, why do I have to break this down to tiny steps? And I have this conversation with friends and family members, um, and they have it with me too, is that when we get really anxious and overwhelmed, we have to break it down to excruciatingly small steps. And before we, were, we had anxiety because the step was so big, and now we have embarrassment and shame because the step is so small. Right, is all just a story. It's all a um, a story of meaning that we've attached to things. But the way that we understand our own stories and how they differ from the world and how we perceive other people and what we think of other people and what we think of ourselves is by doing self study, is to know thyself. And I think journaling and uh, having diaries and collecting data on yourself is really useful. I don't think calorie counting is a good idea because evidently that seems to have messed a ton of people up in regards to their relationship with food. It does work for some people, but what I mean by collecting data in this context is data on your behavior, on your feelings, on who you are, on your interaction with people because you want to collect... All of this information over time and then you can even reflect on it and see how far you've come for those people that do daily journaling um, you know they can go back to a day that you know four years ago and be like whoa oh my god this same thing is happening on this day or in around this time of the year that it was four years ago three years ago whoa I can't believe this pattern is happening and that awareness from the data allows you to change what needs to be changed rather than just sort of going through life and then getting to you know retirement age and being like well, that sucked, you know, or, you know, didn't, didn't see myself working for 40 years in a job I hated, didn't see myself getting married, didn't think I'd get cancer. But if we documented it at all, we'd probably make sense of the result. But even better is we would have changed the result because we are so familiar with the area of self. And it's the same when we study a degree. You get so educated that your opinions change. The way you think about it changes. Whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a nutritionist, whether you're a podcast host, (laughs) whether you're a parent, you know, if you're studying that field, then the way that you interact with it and produce results from it changes over time. And we all have those people in the workplace as well that are stuck in their ways from the degree that they learned 20 years ago. And we're like, oh, that person's so hard to work with because they're not open-minded or they're not open to change or they're stuck in the old system. It's the same thing. They stopped studying. They stopped educating themselves and familiarizing themselves. So I really want to encourage you to do this because one of the huge benefits is that not only will you be face-to-face with your atrocities and your embarrassments and your flaws that have happened in your life, but you will also access your potential because with this awareness comes the ability for transformation your ability to transform yourself and to to access the potential that you always had, you always had, but you were unaware of. And sure, people might've told you about your potential, but unless you go and find your potential and see what you are possibly capable of, if you start changing one small thing at a time, one tweak a week, then if you don't do that, then your life's going to end up being the same repetitive events that happens over and over again and it puts you on a deathbed where you have a load of regret and dissatisfaction and wish that you did it all differently. So I think one of the most important things you could do is to start writing your thoughts down, your feelings down and start journaling because that is the window to optimizing and improving and enhancing who you are and giving you a fulfilling experience in life. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. (laughs) Uh, This has been fantastic. I'm really passionate about this kind of stuff. So I really love the opportunity to talk to you about it. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, If you think that anybody around you could benefit or needs to hear this or needs a a reminder to start studying themselves, that's the most important part of this. It's not necessarily the journaling habit, but I think the journaling habit strongly facilitates this. But self-study, Self-study, and that can involve psychologists and shamans and plant medicine um, and uh, vulnerable conversations with your partner, where you know it's safe to communicate about this stuff. Whatever it is, if you need to send this podcast to someone to begin their journey of self-study or to encourage them to be open to a conversation that you want to have, then use this episode, share it with a friend, share it with a family member, Tag me on social media. I would love to know how this uh, has impacted your life. For now.